Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome everybody, good to be with you. So today I want to talk about what cultivating space has to do with body acceptance. This has been something that's been on my mind lately, uh, very much so the past week or so, but really I would say over the past year or so. And when I'm talking about creating space, I mean in our bodies, breath, mind, and our lives. And what does that creation of space in all these different areas mean for how we relate to our bodies and how do we show up in our lives? So let's just maybe start with where this idea is possibly the most obvious, which is in our bodies in relationship to a yoga practice. So I have heard many different yoga teachers over the years describe yoga as a process of creating space in the body. And I think that's something that is fairly easy to connect with and understand if you've done yoga even just once in your life. You know that when you reach your arm overhead, you might feel a lengthening in your side body. When you fold forward, you might feel a creation of space in your hamstring. So it's this lengthening process and this opening up process that happens in many different ways in the yoga practice. Now, what's happening there is we are changing our relationship to how we commonly hold our bodies and particularly how we commonly hold tension. So whether that's mental, emotional, or physical tension, also throughout the day, there's a compression of space in our body. So this happens in the simplest way the most maybe straightforward way where in the morning we're the tallest and by the time we go to bed we're just a little bit shorter and that's because gravity has been acting on us throughout the day and then at night we have this different experience where gravity isn't acting on us in the same way. So this isn't a thing where like you're three inches shorter (laughs) by bedtime. There's just these um, little changes that happen. You might have heard about the astronauts who are gone for I think a year um, not too long ago and came back over the summer and that they were um, taller after being in space because gravity wasn't acting on them in the same way that it is here on earth so that's just a kind of (laughs) different example to think about that so we are bringing space into our tight places in the body physically through the yoga practice so the same thing is true of our breath So I'm not sure if you're familiar with your own breath patterns. If you're not, it would be so interesting to just check it out because there's a lot to learn there. What I noticed is I hold my breath so often and nine times out of 10, I am breathing very shallowly. So every so often I will just catch myself not breathing and start have to kind of start that back up again not that it wouldn't have come on its own thank goodness our bodies are so wise it would have but I'm just living at this very kind of light level of breath engagement so you can imagine that when I consciously take a deep breath 
oh my gosh, I feel so different. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like to have all of my oxygen available to me. And I don't know if anyone honestly is like deep breathing every moment of the day, particularly when they're not doing that in a conscious way, because most of breath is involuntary. Um, You know, we sometimes voluntarily take these deep breaths, but most of the time we're not consciously paying attention to it. But the point is that when we take that deep breath, again, we're making space. We're actually making space in the lungs, but we're also making space in the whole body as we're bringing more oxygen in. And we can feel that in pretty noticeable ways, just like I do when I take that deep breath. You can almost just feel yourself start to settle as soon as that first exhale happens. Now, when it comes to our minds, things can definitely get a little bit more more complex. It's not always as simple or um, quick as it is if you just reach your arms overhead or take a deep breath. But I think the same principle is at play, which is that we're bringing in this space to create an opportunity to get centered to release or relieve tension or just notice where it's happening so the opportunity to shift it and really to come back to ourselves to settle into ourselves i i really love this quote from victor frankel which has come my way a number of times in the past few weeks which tells me like there's something here for me to be just paying attention to this quote so i wanted to share it with you and you might have heard it before but it's good to hear again So he says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. How great is that, right? So what that means to me is that we get to choose how we respond in our lives. And the way that we get that choice is through creating space, is through creating that beat, that moment right between stimulus and response, right between someone says something to us and we react, right between we have a negative thought about our bodies and we react. All these choice moments that we have peppered throughout the entire day, much less our entire lives, when we build in that little space and we notice it, we notice that we have the opportunity to take advantage of it, that is where he is saying that's where our power lives. That's where we really get to choose our lives. And I think that the yoga practice gives us a way to be more intentional about this and to really grow our ability to notice those spaces. So that can happen you know, when you're on the mat in a class or in your own home practice or whatever you're doing, when you're being asked or when you're asking yourself, what do I need in this pose? Is my knee aligned? Where is a good place for me to be here? What support do I need from yoga props? What questions do I have about this? Those are opportunities where you're just building in this little space of opportunity. So you're not just going completely on autopilot, but being curious about what is going on. The meditation cushion is definitely another place that we can practice this, particularly in regards to our mind. So if you're like, you know, every other human, (laughs) if you have tried to meditate, you've probably had the experience of sitting down 
And then all of a sudden, all of the thoughts are there. You're thinking about, you know, all the things that you meant to do, but you didn't, the people that you need to email, you know, that conversation from 20 years ago, what you need to tell your kid's teacher next week, all the negative thoughts about yourself and your body and other people, you know, it just is this real litany. And it's easy to feel like, oh my gosh, I am a failure at meditation. I cannot stop my mind. Well, guess what? (laughs) Really, it's not about that. Um, It's about exactly this space between stimulus and response. It's seeing that thought come up and just noticing, oh, here's this thought and choosing how you're going to respond. So in the meditation practice, you might respond by coming back to your breath, by coming back to your body, and then continuing that until the next thought comes, which will probably be in like 2.3 seconds. It's not about getting rid of it, but just noticing what's happening, bringing yourself back to yourself, bringing back, bringing back, bringing back. It's all about that. So in our everyday lives, we can apply something similar to on the yoga mat and the meditation cushion. When we have space to see what is, we have more ability to choose how to respond to it. Because without creating space in our lives for those moments between stimulus and response, what we're learning on the yoga mat and the meditation cushion are certainly relevant and helpful, but they can never be quite as powerful as when we also bring space into our lives to really put them into practice. I am really more and more interested in cultivating this kind of space, both in my own life and in the relationships that I'm in, including here in this community. So really being intentional and thinking about what does that look like in a world that often feels like it's saying the answer to everything is more and more and more. So more, you know, posting on social media, more, you know, projects that you're saying yes to, more communication, more income, more, you know, all just more, 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 more seems like is the um, message that you often will hear. And so I'm just being really curious about what does it mean to cultivate space and spaces where we have the room to breathe and to be in a rhythm that is more conducive to human life. Um, One of my friends, Sarah Bray, has a great small online community and she talks about this as being kind of together in like an internet version of a cafe versus the internet version of a big box store, which would be like um, Facebook. So being in a small online community versus being somewhere where you're kind of bombarded by all these different messages all at once and you don't really have much choice about everything that you're seeing between what's in your feed and the ads that you're getting and all those different kinds of things. Um, And I really love that idea and thinking about how do we create these spaces and whether this is online, that's just an example that I'm thinking about um, with some of the Curvy Yoga community and also what Sarah's been doing, Um, but also in our everyday lives, how do we create space for you know, more of those one-on-one relationships with our people who are close to us or making a moment for connection with people in our neighborhood or who live next door to us. How do we bring in that intentional community that isn't about 
not interacting with those things at all and that isn't about just interacting with them constantly every single moment without any space and so some of the things that I'm thinking about and that I think we can bring into this conversation are just asking myself in so many different contexts what would it be like to create space here wherever here is in the moment in this particular yoga pose in my breath and this relationship in how I interact on social media and then what's the really big question here which is what would it be like for me to be okay with that space to not fill it and to let myself be present with what is Uh, (laughs) um, that's a big one not only thinking that having some space would be a good idea but letting yourself actually be comfortable with having it with having that extra pause in a conversation or having a slightly less busy schedule and seeing what your reaction is to it because it might sound like a great idea but sometimes when we've had these really really packed lives and we give ourselves a little breathing room it can be uncomfortable because we're not used to having that space to move around same thing as in our bodies and yoga poses where the first time you fold forward in your practice your hamstrings are kind of like whoa we haven't been doing this all day what's going on and that's not a bad thing it's just noticing that contrast and letting yourself become more and more comfortable with it So here's the thing. What does all of this have to do with our relationship to our bodies? Much less about our relationship to accepting them. And what I think is that if we don't have space, we can't know our bodies. And if we don't know our bodies, we can't accept them. Now look, I could make it a lot more complicated than that and I thought about kind of going into all these different reasons why that's true here but when I really thought about it I realized that it honestly is that simple if we don't have space we can't know our bodies and if we don't know our bodies we can't accept them because when life is full of non-stop noise all the other voices drown out our own voice and our priorities get pushed to the very bottom But when we create space, and again, I'm talking about a breath, I'm talking about a simple movement, I'm talking about one choice not to refresh Instagram again for the 73rd time, talking to myself, (laughs) I'm talking about choosing to check the news during this election cycle maybe only five times a day instead of 50, (laughs) again, talking to myself. When we build this space in, I'm not talking about a six-month vacation or something that isn't doable in your life. When we build in these small spaces, these opportunities for the pause between stimulus and response, that is when we get to remember what matters to us and to hold that space for the possibility of knowing ourselves better because it's in that knowing that we are able to cultivate and deepen the relationship with ourselves which is what acceptance is born from and if we're here on this podcast for anything it's definitely that let's close with one breath together here we'll bring that space in right now we'll inhale and exhale 
the light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on. Oh, 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 oh,